Hello, hello, and welcome back to Crafts and Tea Honey, brought to you by a lovely host, Juju Agal. And I'm um, IG Ahmed, and on this week's episode, you guys, we have a mm, an amazing guest, so to say. Introduce <laughs> yourself. Bonjour, bonjour. Uh, I'm assuming... Ooh, he speaks French. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I speak a lot, I speak a lot. You'd be surprised. But I'm Hiya. assuming Ooh. a good number of uh-huh. your guests know me, or your listeners know me, maybe because they know oh, you. Oh, really? Uh, but Listen, I, I, we know you're in the streets. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to no, say. Are you in the streets like that? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm well, well inside the house. I so what's your name? Street. Do your intro. Do your intro. I'm Wasame. Uh, I do IT. I'm 24. Um, anything else? I think. Wait, did he say your age? Number? Did he say your age? He said his age. Age. So all you. So girls who are like who are like you know in that bracket uh, plus or minus five years, um, you leave his at plus five years. Cougars, you do who? Oh my god! What anyway? Yeah. So you're telling me you can handle a thirty-two year old? Yeah, thirty-two. Well, actually, can handle a thirty-two more than I can handle a twenty-five. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you have one shade. Just missing it, just missing. No, my seven is too much. Let's make it four. Four years. Plus or minus five, guys. I've already said five. Me? It is what it is. Fair enough, fair enough. I think that's pretty much it for introduction. You get to know along, along the way as we go. Okay. So, on this episode, we're going to be discussing something very interesting. We're going to be discussing technology which uh, Warsome is very conversant with and we're going to talk about how um, technology thrived especially during this COVID season and uh, as well as a bit into his dating life and his perspective as a like that's really needed like, on this podcast people are claiming that we're talking on and I'm yeah, so not like for that is most interested in that me, I want people to not believe that we like we attack men or we're like toxic feminists. Whoa! Oh my god! You know? Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to change the narrative, so to speak. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, by the end of the podcast, a lot of people's minds will be changed. That kind Ooh, of. Oh, all of everybody's mind will be changed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> okay, so. Basically, let's talk about how um, we're going to come back to the dating life later. Don't worry about it, guys. We got you. We're going to grill him. You know? Don't worry. (laughs) So let's talk about tech. Why is it that basically, what basically attracted you to tech? No. What made you decide, okay, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? And basically maybe tell our listeners about your experience with tech and what you've been doing in the professional field. Yeah. So looking, thinking back, that's a, that's a very good question, Juju. Um, thinking back at what drove me to do IT, uh, to be honest, um, I think like I've told people before, I, I was I, like every other boy um, as a young kid, you're always interested in piloting. For some reason, guys are just interested in piloting. So I feel like that's what... Why is that? So, like, is there a reason behind it or it's just a thing? I don't know. It's just, it's it's just that like... whole thrill of just flying and... You know, just being in the air. I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. it's something a flex. Really it's a flex. It's a flex. Wow. It's, it's a flex in this Nairobi. Yeah. yeah, it is. Could be. Could be. But, yeah. <laughs> I, 
I think I think that was that was I think up until high school. From when I was a kid, from when I was in primary, uh, up until I think high school, uh, I was most interested in in flying. And if you look at even the subjects I took, they were they were really tailored towards flying. Up until I think after high school, which we had, we I think we had a conversation with my dad, and yeah, it didn't it didn't mm-hmm. go so well. I think it was just shut up like that, uh, mm-hmm. and I think I think along the way. Um, I started just taking an interest uh, in IT in the sense that you just go onto YouTube and you know how you watch a lot of movies and you see this hacking, you know how they do it in five minutes, six minutes. So I think that's why I got my interest. I used to just watch YouTube thinking I can hack and slowly, I think gradually, I just I just happened to wade, wade into, into IT. I realized it was... It was something along my strengths. As much as I didn't do it in high school, but I felt like I was most comfortable um, as compared to this other career. I think the other career paths, uh, I was most comfortable with IT. Uh, yeah. And as for what I do in the IT um, sector, I've, more, I've focused more on networks. I, I believe people know the difference. There's pro- um, programming part. There's the networking part, so I tend to focus on on the network part and more so uh, cybersecurity. Currently, I'm not I'm not I'm not like working in the cybersecurity field, but inshallah, that's that's something I plan on doing. So along the way, I I'm focusing more on the network security. Oh, that's uh, actually a very detailed answer. Um. My question is, what what exactly was your dad's reason for him being like, oh, no, you're not going to do aviation? Because there's, there's, like, a lot of dads out there who are, like, very pro-aviation and um, they're pro their kids becoming pilots. Like, it's actually a flex for the parent as well. So did your dad give you a reason as to why he was not really um, on that whole piloting boat? Okay, to be, uh, looking back, okay, my dad is, as I think some people know, my dad is a professor. Uh, he's he's done. Mashallah, mashallah, mashallah. Mashallah, yes, mashallah. He has the whole, you know, you know, lecture, lecturer kind of vibes. So for him, he takes education seriously, of which he felt like piloting didn't didn't fit into the whole education thing. So basically, he felt like it's just driving. According to him, it's like he sees it as you're driving something. You're just driving something in the air, at least, at least from 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 my understanding of what he thought, it was more of take something more serious. Like I remember many times, uh, I used to tell my mom, I want to do piloting, I want to do piloting, and my mom was was pro it. She was like, yes, go ahead with it. But my dad would be like, no, you can always do piloting. You can get your license anytime. Pick something more solid. Like pick something more education based. Makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, so, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's pretty much it. How how he came think he came to I think cut it out. Not be pro aviation. Okay. So yeah. what about your choice in um IT and cybersecurity? Was he pro that as well? Because a lot of parents, um, I would think your dad being a professor, he'd be like, no, like do a science, you know, do engineering, do medicine. Was he pro? Was he? in that direction at some point and then was you like how did that whole pan out well he, in the beginning obviously he he's given that he's a professor yeah he you're, you're right he was pro science and 
things he would have uh, he would have loved me to do medicine but which i was never going to do no offense <laughs> <laughs> both of us are taking offense and i'm joking okay <laughs> yeah we are offended uh, let, let's just say it's not possible it's just i don't know like no, i don't like it so he would have loved me to do medicine i remember even when picking subjects he forced me to do uh biology because he felt like it would it would it would be my pathway to medicine which i didn't want but i think along the way um he felt like it was just better than aviation any day so it was something i think i decided no i'm going to stick to it i'm just not going to say i'm going to do whatever you want me to do no i decided i was going to stick to it so he felt like eventually he was like it's much better than than uh, aviation so go ahead with it if it's it you want if it's cyber security i think with with cyber security like it's almost as if i always knew like i wanted to do the network part of it uh so when i when i brought it up i told him i want to do cyber security mostly networks he was i think he was like go ahead with it go do it go do it mm-hmm. okay um my other question for you is what about your mom was your mom also pro aviation or she she dad was like no we're not doing aviation you're not doing piloting no with my ho- with my mom well, alhamdulillah wallahi she's always been supportive and that's one thing i love about her i love everything about her but uh one thing i love about her is she's always been supportive for her she does not care what you're going obviously you're not, not going to be a drug dealer but True. as long as you know you're doing something <laughs> as long as it's something you love something you're interested in she's always 100% for it and she's like go go ahead i'll support you in any way be it financial be it most anything i will support you so even when i came up when i came to her and i was like i want to do aviation she did not like she did not hesitate she was like go ahead with it go even when picking subjects like i was supposed to for you a prerequisite for for aviation is geography geography yeah exactly so she was the first one to tell me drop history take geography so she's always been supportive and then when when my dad uh kind of refused um he asked me what else I want to do and then I said I think cyber security she was like please go ahead and do it up until today she's very you can see she's very proud given the, the situation we're in and how the world is mm-hmm. moving online mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. proud now that I picked um cyber security Mm-mm. Can you tell us more about the cybersecurity sector because not a lot of people know about it if I if you tell me like an example what cybersecurity is in my head I'm thinking people basically who protect firewalls I don't know if that's correct well, that's, that's, that's an aspect of it you're you're good um for someone who ish, ish, you know, ish. yeah I, I commend you I commend you uh, you've so, talked yeah. well oh, thank you so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I think for cybersecurity you have a, you you mentioned a good point. It is it has something to do with the firewall. It actually has a huge um part. Uh, the firewall has a huge part to play because that's basically is let's okay in layman's language a firewall is more so like a wall. You know how like a castle or a kingdom has this huge walls. So we can call the firewall that. So basically it's just protecting and 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 uh, you know just defending pending uh outside attacks from inside so given given that if we relate that to cybersecurity it's more so mm-hmm. protecting the data uh or defending the data that 
that you know you have because every day everything even this recording we're doing is data mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if we didn't have the cyber security or we didn't have firewalls uh, per se mm-hmm. anyone would be able to access you know uh, this or mm-hmm. private private um uh, information or whatever uh, sensitive there is on the cloud mm-hmm. uh, so I feel like mm-hmm. that's where cybersecurity comes about. Nice, nice. So is it a new sector in the IT world? Is there more demand for it? And how's the market in Kenya right now? Well, looking at it, right now, I'd say the, the demand is way higher than it's ever been, um, especially yeah. with the whole um, world moving online, classes going online, businesses going online. Yeah. Now more than that's ever, right. Is a huge demand, mm-hmm. but I can say it's. I don't want to say it's new, but I'm say mm-hmm. I'll say it's relatively new. It wasn't there maybe three, four decades ago, but right now mm-hmm. it's 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 coming to prominence. Let's call it in the last mm-hmm. maybe one decade, two decades. It's coming right. to prominence, and more so now in the last maybe four or five years, especially how you've been hearing. Um, there's been hacks. Um, the banks have been you know infiltrated mm-hmm. and. And all, mm-hmm. so there's been more demand um, for cybersecurity analysts or any mm-hmm. you know with cybersecurity background. And now, mm-hmm. as we proceed and as we progress into the future, into the next uh, short term or long term, you know, it, it's going to be even more so, you know, um, in demand. Mm-hmm. And to okay. answer your question on whether it's in Kenya, how the market is, yeah. mm-hmm. I can say it's coming up. It's not at the level. Uh, Compared to other countries, um, first world countries, it's nowhere near it. But I can see uh, it's starting to gain prominence. It's starting to to be recognized. It's not there per se. You will not. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can be taken, but mm-hmm. you let's just say your talent or whatever you can offer will not be realized mm-hmm. as compared to if you're to go to a first world country. You know. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. There's more opportunity out there. Out there than there is now. So I feel like there's a huge gap between the first world and the third world. And it's not just Kenya, per se. I feel like mm-hmm. it's African mm-hmm. countries. Uh, and okay. I feel like there's, there's a gap that needs to be closed uh, as the years progress. But hopefully, uh, it, it can be done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. And what would you say if, let's say, because you say it's lacking, in quotes and quotes, in Kenya right now, what if you're the one who basically introduced it? I feel like you would monopolize the market in terms of cybersecurity because there's, there's no firms per se. Am I right? Uh, yes, you're correct. Uh, not that I know of. I don't think there are like firms that are actually just dealing with cybersecurity. I feel like, yes, the opportunities are there, the job opportunities yeah. are discussed. Yes, there are. There, there are yeah. a couple of uh, cybersecurity analysts I know of who are mm-hmm. in Kenya. Um, okay. Not really in prominence, but the job opportunities mm. are there. But very scarce, but there are there. So even if you were to start, you yes, it's an idea. It's something that can be, you know, something that can be thought of, something that can be, you know, an idea that can be brought into fruition. But yeah. I feel like it, it needs time and it needs a lot of support because you're building, I don't know how to put it, it's, it's a third world country. And yeah. I feel like the focus is not really on cybersecurity as such. I feel like there's so okay. much that the country is 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 it has a lot on its plate. If, if I can okay. it, it 
has a lot yeah. of other things to focus on. So by the time yeah. you try and get their attention to cyber security, it's going to be yeah. it's going to take a lot. So I feel like it's something that can be done like with time okay. and I feel like it be a lot of. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Because mm. yeah. I feel like mm, mm. I feel like that's an untapped market, and I feel like it has a, a lot of potential. And I feel like I see you, like you know, killing it in the field. So you know, I I would as much as yeah, go get experience outside, but maybe come and you know introduce something new to the market. You know, that's definitely, definitely. And you know, in all fairness, I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to be biased to Kenya. Um, mm-hmm. In all fairness to Kenya, I think this cybersecurity mm-hmm. as a sector is something mm-hmm. a sector that I think is still is still upcoming, not just in Kenya but all over the world. Because if you compare okay. the cybersecurity sector to, let's say, uh, medicine or engineering or one of these more advanced sectors, you'll realize we are miles mm-hmm. behind as cybersecurity. Oh, you know? okay. So it's mm-hmm. still it's still upcoming. It's the yeah. It's now universities are teaching it and you know yeah. like you feel like nice. seven steps behind so mm-hmm. hopefully with time and especially like i said now it's gaining mm-hmm. it's, it's gaining a huge prominence and with nice. now the introduction of, of of online classes online businesses uh mm-hmm. online you realize mm-hmm. that we need it um mm-hmm. more now more than ever so you mm-hmm. will find Yes, the progress was going to be eventual. It could have taken maybe 30 years or 40 years before it became mm-hmm. established. But now yes. that time... 30, 40 years. Okay, not 30, 40 years. That's, that's, that's a bit extreme. But I mean, like, it would have taken a yeah. bit of a long time, maybe 20, 30, mm-hmm. 20, 40. But I feel like yeah. now with this, the time frame has mm-hmm. significantly reduced. You realize mm-hmm. it could, whatever they would have covered in what, 20, 30 years, is going yeah. to be covered in almost 10, 15 years very fast you know okay. and you realize the progress will be very high and finances and everything will be geared towards um developing the cybersecurity sector mm-hmm, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. with companies that realize uh you mm-hmm. need you need it more than look at look at look at all these multinational corporations i mean i'm talking okay. about uber i'm talking about all nice. these businesses that are online you realize uber mm-hmm. and is is it's a company it doesn't own a car but everything is online. You get my point? Wow. Like, Look at that. Everything yeah. is, 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 is channeled online. So you realize some yeah. companies, you have so much data, so much personal mm-hmm. information that you need to protect. Nice. And so it nice. just easy, you know? Yeah. 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 I, get, I get, I feel like our listeners have really understood the whole aspect of cybersecurity. I feel like I've taken a course okay. in cybersecurity in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've tried to dumb it down for us. <laughs> To, I've actually been, I've refrained. The funny thing is, I've actually tried to refrain from using technical mm-hmm. language because I realized I'm going to lose it. My God, so please use language. technical language. Maybe you'll find your own. Maybe you'll find your own people in in this pack of listeners. You know, you never know. Maybe you'll find a very sharp girl. You know, and then you'll, huh? <laughs> you'll oh, find a sharp girl in the listeners. You'll be like, oh yes, firewalls, and you'll be like, yeah, firewalls 2.0 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Drop my ID. Drop my ID there. <laughs> I feel like you see such things. You see, there we go. 
so it's very interesting that's that's actually very interesting <laughs> that's actually very interesting okay then okay let's take a let's take a switch you know let's take because the this episode is called tech and relationship give us yeah 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 can we lighten up the mood you know the funny thing is if yeah if you've kept on listening you have come to the good part welcome Anyway, <laughs> so can you <laughs> can you give us your basically two twos or basically your two cents on modern day relationship, especially in the Nairobi setting? As much as we're recording from two different ends, let's keep it local. You know, tell what 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 are your opinions? What are the latest trends? What are you disappointed in? You know, <laughs> what are you hoping to change in terms of the, the dating scene and all that? Exactly. That's a loaded question. But I'll try and answer as best as I can. It is. Uh, okay. Personally, my take on it, I don't really believe, no offense to anyone out there, but I don't really believe in relationships, in the whole dating scene. If it's. If, really? Yeah. Call me off. Expand on that, please. <laughs> You're attacking him. <laughs> I attached a Ronald. Did I? What? Let me, let me, let me, let me elaborate. Like I said, uh, why I don't believe in it is because most times I feel like it it serves the same purpose. I know there's this, there's it's like there's a level, there's levels to the dating scene. I think in the modern dating scene, how you go from talking to someone and then you, you date them, and then from there you decide whether it works out, you want to get married. You get my point? So it's like a three-step yeah. three step thing. Yeah. But in yeah. my, in my, if personally, I don't feel like you need to do all that. I feel like, I feel like you never truly know, it comes down to you never truly know someone until you live with them. This person That's true, I agree. Yes. Talk to someone for, say, six months. And this person, you're human beings. Human beings are smart. Human beings are creative. They will show you what they want you to see for as long as they want until they achieve a certain goal. So meaning if... You seem like you've had your fair share of experience, huh? No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) I know of friends who, 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 I think, they went... I've gone through it. So So what do you suggest? So what, uh, basically... In terms of dating because i feel like you can't just go and get married to like a random stranger on the road right so what is your yeah what i believe is at the end of the day you have to have faith you the thing is you you have to know what exactly you're going through you're at a point especially if you're not a teenager if you're a grown up you need to know what you're doing exactly because you're you're at a point where you're not just talking to people for the sake of talking to them Yes, that's true. You have a goal. Yeah. You you have something you're looking towards. You have an end. An end. Basically, I agree. You know, you know what what you're looking for in something. I'm not saying that person is going to be perfect. I'm not saying they're going to tick every box that you have. But at the end of the day, it's for you to know what what you like about this person. Whether you click with them, whether you have most importantly, whether you have chemistry with them. So I feel like mm-hmm. in that period that you're talking to them, say be it five months or six months, yes. You're never truly, never, you're never truly going to know them until you live with them. But you can have faith in the little that you, 
in the in the little bit that you learned about that. Make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But my question. Okay, sorry. But my question for um for that segment of yours is, okay. The thing is, you might have an end goal, right? You, you as Warsami, you know that your intention is my intention is marriage. I'm not gonna do this whole like um haram relationship. But the thing yeah. is, how 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 sure are you that your partner or this other girl like on the other end also has the same intentions as you? Maybe either she's here for like a good time and not a long time, you know? So how do you? <laughs> <laughs> how, how, wait, how blind how blind can you be? Because you're going to tell me you're going to talk for six months and not realize where this person's head up. But that's my thing, though. This six months, is this not dating, technically, because you're dating? Because this whole talking stage thing is BS. It's basically you dating, because if me and you're talking... Yeah, I feel like... No, it's, it's, not dating. That. Yeah, but it's not dating. It's not dating. It's not dating. It? It's, it's talking. It's called the talking stage. It's called the... It's called the talking stage. It's yeah, the called the talking it. stage for a reason. Yeah, you realize that the talking stage just came the other day. Before the talking stage, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like this gets me so worked up because I feel like the talking stage club is such utter BS. What do you mean we're talking it's like? Let me tell Listen. You. Let me explain. I feel like Java, and I think where where the confusion is coming about because it's just it's just terminology. Let's just put it that way. Because at the end of the yes. day, dating, you call it dating, we call it talking stage. At the, at the end of the day, six, give, give it six months, seven months, you, you're not claiming each other. Yes, there's that respect. You have to respect the person you're talking to. That means you're not entertaining anyone else like that, you know? So mm-hmm. in that sense, mm-hmm. you, might, you might look at it as dating, but it's just terminology. Call it dating, uh, we call it talking stage, but you've not claimed each other. This person, is, they don't know you as the girlfriend. Yes, there's the freedom, there's the respect, but you're not, you're mm-hmm. not saying this is my girlfriend, this is my boyfriend, or we're together, we're an item, no. Okay, but my problem is, let me tell you what, Sameh. If you're doing all of that, what is the difference between that and if you and, um, let's say, Amina dating, for example, right? So my question for you now is the fact that you do exactly the same thing. You're exclusive. Are you not? You are, because you're not entertaining anyone else. You're talking on the phone. Um, you're going for coffee. You're going maybe for lunch. What is the difference between that and the Islamic way of like dating? If there's even an Islamic way of dating, like the 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 no physical touch aspect of of, of how Muslims date versus that. What is the difference? Because to me, they're exactly the same thing. Well, okay, Islamic dating that's that's there's no there's not such a thing yeah. as Islamic dating. Can we can we no. can we? Okay, I agree. There's no. I agree. There's no Islamic dating. But you know what I mean. I mean like the, I mean like what people do these days, like before you get married, because. If okay, okay, Islamically there's nothing like dating. But that's the thing though. Yeah. Before listen guys, a couple years back, a couple years back, there was nothing like talking stage. This term talking stage recently showed up on, on Twitter and Instagram. No. But before no, okay. dating, no, honestly, you don't like honestly because a while back there was no there was no such term as talking stage. You're either dating or you are not dating. End of story. No, but you see the thing is, listen, with with the whole with the whole dating thing, it's the whole yeah, this is my boyfriend, this is my girlfriend. Are you six months? Six months. You need to get this part. I, for me, I feel like there's nothing like dating. Dating comes later on when now you you feel like you guys are compatible or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And you still need to get to know them better. That's when you decide, okay, this is my girlfriend. But what are we talking about for six months in in, in a talking stage? Like, I don't... Listen, Ijava, we've already talked about this. We don't want to marry psychopaths and, 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 and sad sadists. We don't want to marry. Well, like, if, we're, if, we're talking, 
if you were talking for marriage, you might as well just claim to be dating. Well, that's the point. There's no Islamic dating. So you, you call it a Jackson state. So you change the term to suit you. So, okay, so basically what we're doing now is we're changing the term to suit you to make it seem like you're doing something that's not haram. But you're doing exactly the same, you're doing exactly the same thing. You're on the phone late nights. You're going out for coffee. You're going out for lunch. So literally, well, talking that, stage... <laughs> so basically, talking you've, you've, you've stressed what some out. Give him, no, give him chance to talk. Give him a chance to talk. <laughs> man is stuttering here, man. Okay, he might okay, have a seizure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. No, 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 no. But here's the thing. Like I said, I think it's just it's just down to terminologies. You can. I just feel like at the end of the day, it's you can call it whatever you want. If you're dating, if you're boyfriend girlfriend, if you're it doesn't matter. It, it, you see, with dating, you guys could go for two years. How many people do we know who dated for a year and a half, two years, three years? People have been in relationship for three years. And That's true, I agree. Whereas you're talking, you're mm. talking at the end, it's say in four months, five months, you understand mm-hmm. each other. Like I said, you're a grown-up. You know your end goal. You're not just talking some just for the sake of talking. So if, okay. if it's four months, five months, six months, whatever time it takes relative to the person, if you mm-hmm. feel like the person is right, then what's the point? If you are already going to date, why not just make it halal? Because here's the thing, you're trusting mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you, I, I believe Ilahi is, is guiding you, you know? If, if mm-hmm. that's the right person, you just, you know, you, you trust, you have faith and go in it. Like I said, you never truly know someone until you live with them. So what, what, what makes you think that six months, whatever you've known from them, that person could continue mm-hmm. the same behavior or continue mm-hmm. the same thing for the next two years and you still mm-hmm. didn't know that until the day now you decide, okay, now we're going to get married. And then six months mm-hmm. down the line, you're like, shit, this is not the person I knew. Where, where is mm-hmm. the person mm-hmm. I knew for two years, for six months, you know? So at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You could date, you could talk to someone. And that's why, and that's why I say, for me, I feel like dating, relationship, it's irrelevant. You're never truly going to mm-hmm. meet someone. You just have faith. You just believe mm-hmm. that this person is compatible with you. They have chemistry. They have whatever you're looking for. Not 100% yeah. a good member of what you're looking for. And then go ahead yeah. with it, you know. Instead yeah. of why, why go and date? What are you gonna get from them? Well, you, yeah. well, you already live in different houses, so it's just that you, you call each other boyfriend, girlfriend. You see each other for <laughs> four hours, khalas. You don't see each other again. So what, what exactly have you done? First of all, first of all, you'll get a lot of heat for saying that, but it's okay. Out here, you're 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 free to express yourself. That's one thing I've told you before. Yeah, I've told you that before. Second of all, um, I agree with everything you say. Purposely, if you date purposely, or if you basically start talking to this person purposely, then this whole point is meaningful for me personally. That's I have the same ideology: meaningless talk, sweet nothings, late night phone calls that don't lead to anything. I'm sorry, that's just wasting my time and wasting your time. Because another thing is another thing that would basically counter that is one thing is in life you should have experiences, but it shouldn't be in the it, it shouldn't be um at the cost of your deen you get exactly. everybody has different levels of iman everybody has different levels of basically where you are at the deen and on how how good you understand but at the same level in this modern day there's way we do it basically there's ways it can be done you get as ijaba mentioned yes going out and basically going out for coffee going out for movies yes in quote unquote, it is haram. Yes, it is. A third person should be present. That's what the scripture says, you know? 
if you're getting to know each other, a third person should be present because the third person would be the shaitan. That's basically what happens. But in this modern day and age, a lot of couples, yesterday I was actually watching a YouTube video about a couple that basically dated halal in quotes, in air quotes, yeah? So basically they were talking about yeah. how... Yeah. No, no, let me, let, me, let me explain what they did. Basically how they met is they went on three dates, on three dates. By the fourth date, they were married, yeah? The second date, they told their parents. Each one of them met the parents. So the second date was during Ramadan, where one of them came for iftar to the house, and the other one went to, like, they went to each other's family, and they met each other. That was the second date. By the third date, nikah. By the fourth date, they're married, basically. You see, basically. So that's what I call purposeful dating as compared to before 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 they even talked before they even met it was everything you, they were texting you know Allah what basically goes down in the text yes you can get touchy feely yes you can get um basically <laughs> inappropriate <laughs> you know you know it's like, again I, again, it's again, so Shaitan is present. You know, Shaitan is present. I'm not going to lie. When you're talking to a person, especially when you're talking to a guy, there's a point where you feel comfortable. There's a point where you're like, okay, let me just unleash, let me talk the way I want. You got <laughs> DJ, oh my god hey DJ you really you really decided to like, eh? hey, you know. unleash basically she do more than you the recording <laughs> Oh my, I actually can't. I actually can't. You become more free. You get what I'm saying? You become more free. Listen, listen, you're speaking fast. Let me finish my statement. I know. Let me finish my statement. Let me let me finish my statement. So you get comfortable with with the guy. Feelings come in the in the in the equation. Everything you get confused. Do I like him or not? But it reaches a point where, in a point in your life, how ready are you for marriage? Are you emotionally ready? Because we can't shove marriage down our throats. We can't. It, 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 if it's not the right time, it's not the right time. I'm all pro for experiences. Yes, talk to Abdi. Yes, talk to Farah. Yes, talk to Salim. Talk to Hamza. It's fine. Talk to him. See what you don't like about them. Because I feel like this experiences build you as a person. If you see, um, AKA, what's his name? Um, uh, Kafi or uh, Fatah basically is a pathological liar. You know how to spot a pathological lie. Now you have experience. Imagine you don't have all this experience. You meet with Hamza. You meet with Abdi. You meet with Abdi. You meet with Khalid, and then he's a liar. You can't tell. That's basically why I'm like, sometimes experience is good, but at the same time, do it responsibly. And that's where I rest my case. Khalas. Drops mic. Wow. You've, you've really... Yes, me have, no, me have really laughed. Um, as well. It's so true. What you're I've talking. unleashed. <laughs> really unleashed. No. But let me tell you guys, um, me, my problem is the fact that, um, as you said, mashallah, obviously, yes, definitely, Like I feel like people should purposefully date like i feel like you talking to someone late night and wasting your because guys let, let's be honest safaricom is not cheap so you spend all this time on the phone with someone and there's no way this is going hey facetime ma'am facetime some of us are waiting to play games but anyway um <laughs> so well i feel like people should genuinely purposefully date number number two my problem with this term of like talking i feel like it's utter and complete rubbish at the, oh yeah, talking stage. What the hell? Guys, I'm sorry. A talking stage can't pass one month because what exactly are you talking about? I, okay. Huh, this is such a deep ass topic for me because I'm like, this is complete. I, I hate the term 
how can you be talking for eight months? <laughs> like, bro, you know, what? What? what are you talking about? Okay, wait. Okay, it doesn't have to be eight months. Like I said, it's relative. Oh my god! Like said, these people talk, they went on a date for four, four dates, four dates. I don't know how long that took, but four dates, and they were done. And that's how but the texting was a long ass time, I'm sure. They were texting for a long time. But you need to be, how are you going to get to know someone? Let me ask you. So you want to tell me, listen, listen, I'll give you an example. You want to tell me you meet, uh, a, you meet, you meet a guy uh, today, right? He slides in the DM. You want to tell me from that day, you're dating that person. Is that what you want to tell me? No, because no, you know, no, I'm no saying. There's no talking. Stage. There's no talking. There's no talking, yes. But the thing is, um, my problem is the fact that you can't be exclusive with someone and you're talking marriage and you really claim to be in the talking stage. I feel like that's a BS. Talking stage or summer is basically you getting to know the person. Are you actually um, interested in marriage? Once once me and you are talking about marriage and we're exclusive, best believe we're not on talking stage. Like we've passed the talking stage because I talk to, a, I mean, you talk. I talk to so many people. Just because we talk doesn't mean that we're, we're purposefully dating or purposefully like talking about like marriage. Once you and I are in the topic of getting married, why are we to- claiming talking stage? <laughs> How do you want to be labeled? I'm confused. What do you want to label that stage? Me, my problem is once we're talking marriage and exclusive, I, I call it dating. I'm sorry. We're in a relationship. That's me. Relationship? How, how are you, you going to claim to be like, be like, oh yeah, where is your mehead? When am I coming to your dad? And then, t- mm-hmm. and then you're telling Paul, yeah, this is just a talking stage. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay, yeah, that's disrespectful. My dad. Eventually, Bro. Let's say you're talking to someone, you're talking to someone, and, and you're already talking about marriage, right? Uh, marriage thing, right? You're going to involve your parents, right? At some point. So what are you going to say? What are you yes, going to say? Yes. I've been dating this guy. I've been dating this guy for how long? Is that what you're going to tell your parents? I've been dating this guy, or I've been talking to them. What do you... Let's be honest, guys. What you tell your parents, what you tell your parents versus reality are completely different. First of all, listen, like I won't come home and be like, oh yeah, I've been dating this guy for like, for like eight months, nine months. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's different. You, like you just come home and you claim, okay, listen, me, I can go to this guy and we're thinking about getting married. End of story. Like, why am I coming to say? Oh, you're not, you're not, you're not talking about the time. You're not saying the time. No, I, no, I'll say the time, yeah, but I won't say, oh yeah, this is my boyfriend. Like, what the hell? Islam doesn't have you guys claiming if look so if from the beginning you know what you want if you you have a purpose and you go and talk to that person in that period you've already told him listen i'm getting to know you after abcd so basically does that mean now you go and say this is my girlfriend you're getting to know this person you first of all first of all there's no there's no way there's no way in hell Okay, first of all, there's no way in hell. Me, I'm going to go tell a guy that I'm not talking to you for marriage. Like, that's not me to initiate. Does that make sense? Okay, number one. <laughs> number two. Why? Why? What if, what, if he's, what, if, what if you want him? What if you want him? What if What if he ticks all the boxes? Not that they do, but I'm saying, what if he's basically marriage uh, material? I would never tell him that. Okay, maybe Why can't you initiate? Why can't you initiate? Maybe it's me and my ego, but yo, I'm, there's, how am I going to be like, oh yeah, hi. So like, like, like we're talking for marriage. It will never, it will never go by high. Yeah. Like it will never. Um, As in, I feel like it's a, you, when you come to a mutual understanding, that's what, that's what I basically call pre-marital agreement. You come to a mutual understanding. Okay, me, I basically, I, I, I fuck with you. And I want to talk to you for the rest of my life. <laughs> wow. 
you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Basically, for the rest of my life, you're the face I want to wake up to. You get what I'm saying? I feel like it's a mutual understanding. It, sh- it shouldn't always become one-sided. You know what I don't like? I don't like how society has basically made that whole aspect of, will you marry me? Please, let's have a discussion before. Because I can embarrass you in front of all these people you've made this. There's a to do proposals. Do you even do proposals like that? No, we don't do proposals. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I, I'm against that fact where you surprise me. I don't do that. past me if you if you do a proposal and you have not talked to this shit out where you think you're gonna yeah. you're gonna be embarrassed very bad if you've not talked about it because there's a lot of people who you know everyone everyone has a, an image in their head so for them in their head they're thinking wow yo um I'm, we're doing this England the thing is them they're ten steps ahead the girl the female is still 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 on another stage for him he's already thinking much exactly that's the same thing for both it, it's going both ways so if you come and surprise someone yo don't blame anyone if you get embarrassed because then you're you're basically ambushing the person you've not really talked about them you've not exactly them. this is what we want to do so you can't blame anyone if you're embarrassed the whole thing you mm-hmm. have to have sat down talked about it it has to be something mutual every stage has to be mutual the, the moment one-sidedness comes in you know that that shit is pointless it's going to be doomed it, it doesn't work there's no relationship that has ever worked one side you can't mm-hmm. be, you know you can't be one person giving the other person it has to be both ways give and take so it has to be yeah. equal in equilibrium yeah yeah very true very true very true wow this has been a very very long and fruitful discussion <laughs> very heated well <laughs> i feel uh, i told you <laughs> What? Talking yeah. stage. Exit, eh? It doesn't belong in 2020. Or no. well, we leave no, it in I'm 2020. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, the problem, no, the problem isn't talking stage. The problem is, once it's past like a month or two months and we're talking about marriage, it's it's no longer talking stage. I'm sorry. It's... Yeah, yeah. That's, it's disrespectful. Why not, why, not just, why not just do entanglements? That's so much easier. Ah, oh my God. Entanglements. Oh. The way, the way 2020 has entangled us in, on our throats. And yeah. And so many other things. <laughs> but anyway, guys, this has been a very fruitful podcast. Um, we're glad to have Osami on. Let us know if you guys want him to jump on back again. And we actually have a topic just for this. This whole like exactly. entanglement thing and the talking stages. Um, I guess that's it for this podcast, you guys. I've been your amazing yeah. host, Aja Ahmed. I've been your lovely host, Jagal. And uh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for hosting me. And anytime. I'll see you guys around. Ciao. Yes, anytime. Um, I think that's it. Bye, guys. Ciao. Bye.